Radio. In the U.S. And win points, a prize, laughs, and make friends. To get on the Indo-American News Radio, email today, News at yahoo.com or call 713-789-6397. Indo-American News Radio on Masala 98.7 FM every Saturday, 3 to 6 p.m. with Jawahar Sanchali Pramod and Jyoti. Indo-American News Radio India News US News World News Movie Reviews And Local Community Roundup Every Saturday 4 to 6 p.m. On Masala 98.7 FM Hi, I'm Jawahar I'm Sanchali And I'm Pramod Indo-American News Radio Hello everyone uh, Glad you're back after the news quiz and um, we're uh, glad we're back too <laughs> yes <laughs> all of us are back <laughs> and we're slightly confused about what's happening around here right we had too much fun during the quiz program yeah so so who was the winner i didn't catch it the was last. ash malotra oh, he, wow. he uh, won by one point oh wonderful yeah but it was a very very fun uh, edition of i think i know this so we really all enjoyed and again thanks to uh, harish for staying and you know being yeah. one of the contestants because so we, ashok never make it made ashok it. didn't make it because i i don't know I he, think it I, was too late. he was probably not prepared that he, he didn't realize that he was, he was supposed to be part to of our quiz contest okay. yeah oh, well uh, you had a good week promote very well yes i certainly did okay and how about you I just went shopping very early in the morning. Finished all my shopping in one hour. Great. And then I went and saw a uh, Drishyam. You have to watch Drishyam too. Did you go what? see Santa Claus? No. You didn't sit on Santa Claus's lap and get a no. picture taken. No, because he won't give me anything. Then what's the point? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am being the Santa Claus. <laughs> okay. Saint Charlie brought us all nice <laughs> so, little presents. Oh, okay. Aww. but promote it too. So. But yeah. uh, that means I still have to there's get a, There's a Grinch in the house. So. Well, <laughs> I have a lump of coal somewhere for somebody. <laughs> okay, no, all right. Uh, no, Sanchali wasn't going to be here next week. So yeah, I uh, next them. two Saturdays I won't be here. Yeah. I'll be traveling. So so we'll get a little break from Sanchali. I know. She'll get a break Big from us. Respite. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, no, but this is, this is great. We have... Um, We've just done uh, an uh, excellent edition of I Think I Know This. And our contestants were Salil Patil, Ash Malhotra and Harish. Uh, I forget his last name. Patil. Harish. Harish oh, Salil Patil. Harish. Harish. Cut something. Yes, something, something. So actually Salil and Ash will be back at 4.50. So the lineup for today... Uh, today is Saturday, December 17th. We are just, what, eight days away from Christmas? That's And right. I'm so glad it has cooled down a little bit. I couldn't be happier. Hmm. Are you enjoying? You're not enjoying the cold weather. No. Ramon doesn't like cold weather. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, this is a nice break. I love it's it. A, yeah, the only nice only worry is if it freezes again, then again, all those yeah, that, you know, but you, sprinkler heads breaking yeah. and leaking. Sanjali, that's what's coming next week. I know, and, and that's what I'm afraid of. Yeah. So. Well, Texas Governor Greg Abbott, he's promised us that we'll have a nice hard freeze. <laughs> <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? Okay, thank you. 
So you're listening to Indo-American News uh, on 98.7 FM and you can also listen on the Masala Radio app www.masalaradio.com. By Monday, you can hear the recorded show on podcast which is uploaded on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Radio Public and Breaker. Please do support our show by following our free podcast channel. Then you'll be notified when there are new updates. So just go and, you know, hit subscribe. At, uh, as the economy cools down, thousands of people in the IT sector have found themselves thrown out of jobs that once seemed to be immune to the boom and bust cycle, like in oil and gas. Along with the layoffs lie the hopes of thousands of IT professionals from India who are here on H-1B visas and fearing they may get deportation papers served any day. So at 4.20 p.m. to tell us what their options are is immigration attorney Chiro Nanakara. As I said earlier, Ash Malhotra and Salil Patil, who are our monthly financial experts, they will be with us at 4.50 p.m. And in the previous visits to the show, they have given advice on funding a college education, tips on planning a comfortable retirement, and year-end tax planning. This week, they do a year-end wrap-up of those schemes to help with planning for 2023. Our uh, next guest speaker, Mr. Ashok Rao, who has over, uh, over the past few weeks uh, captivated us with fascinating descriptions of the technologies of glass, cold, sound and clean. He will join us at 4.20 and this week the entrepreneur and restaurateur describes the technology of time and how the hummingbird effect made other inventions and discoveries evolve. Also, please do stay tuned for the news roundup, views, sports, and movie reviews. To be featured on our show or to advertise, please contact us at 713-789-6397 or at News at yahoo.com. And here's Pramod with the excellent news roundup. Thank you, Sanchali. Live from Indo-American News Radio, this is Pramod Kulkarni with the latest news from Houston, the United States, India, and around the world. Migrant crises are uh, raising alarms both in Europe and the southern border of the United States. Western European countries are expecting a renewed wave of migrants from Ukraine who are seeking to escape the bitter cold brought on by Russia's missile and drone strikes against their energy infrastructure. More than 8 million Ukrainians have left the country thus far. Of these, 4.8 million have registered as refugees in Europe, and another 6.5 million people have moved within Ukraine. Meanwhile, refugees from Central America have overwhelmed the southern border of the United States. There is no capacity in the refugee centers in El Paso. Many of these migrants have walked more than 21 days to reach the Texas-Mexico border. In particular, Nicaragua is no longer allowing its citizens to return from either the United States or Mexico. These migrants are relieved that they have reached the United States, but are confused and fearful of what is next. Another crisis that we are facing is the return of the COVID pandemic and other respiratory diseases. On Friday, the United States reported 74,158 new COVID cases, an increase of 27% in 
in the 14-day average. There were 40,104 hospitalizations and 553 deaths. Health officials expect an explosion of COVID cases in China since the government eased its zero COVID restrictions. In anticipation of a renewed surge of COVID cases in the United States, the Biden administration is once again delivering COVID in-home tests at no charge. In Washington, D.C., the term of the Democratic Majority House of Representatives will be ending in just 14 days. Next week, the House Select Committee is expected to release its final report on the January 6th insurrection and to vote on whether to send criminal referrals against former President Trump to the Justice Department. Another House committee will be voting next week on whether to release Trump's tax returns to the public. Meanwhile, Trump is grifting all the way to the bank. Last week, in what he called a major announcement, Trump released a series of digital NFTs, which are images, showing him in various heroic poses. The first of the NFTs have already been sold out, brought by eager MAGA supporters. Winter weather is stretching across the United States just in time for the Christmas holidays. Already four feet of snow have blanketed much of the Midwest. Here in Houston, weather forecasters are expecting freezing weather late next week. On Friday, ERCOT notified power generators in Texas to remain online and to be ready to provide power during the cold wave and the freeze coming up. However, officials do not expect this cold spell to rival the duration and the intensity of the 2021 deep freeze. In the FIFA World Cup, Croatia edged out Morocco this morning by a score of 2-1 to one to secure the third spot in the tournament. Argentina will play France in the final tomorrow morning. It remains to be seen whether Argentina's Messi or France's Mbappe will win the golden ball. In cricket, India is expected to take the last four Bangladesh wickets to win the first test match tomorrow on the fifth and final day. India scored 404 runs in the first inning and declared after scoring 258 runs in the second inning. Bangladesh needs to score more than 241 runs with four wickets in hand. In Mumbai, the Indian women lost the fourth T20 against the visiting Australian team by only seven runs. The fifth and final T20 will take place on Tuesday. Finally, this afternoon, a visa temple has emerged in India. According to devotees, a Ganesh temple in Chennai is the place for visa applicants to offer their prayers if they want their visa interview to go smoothly. The Sri Lakshmi Visa Ganpati Temple is a few miles north of the Chennai airport. One of the worshippers told an Associated Press reporter, I came here to pray for my brother's visa 10 years ago and for my wife's visa two years ago. They were both successful, so I have faith. That's all the news for this afternoon. More news discussions, views, and music as we continue with the Indo-American News talk show. Hey, folks. So the ones who are, uh, you know, uh, fearing deportation, they should re- they should contact this <laughs> <laughs> temple. <Yes. laughs> Maybe they offer... won't be deported then. 
of a remote prayers. Remote prayers and and pray to any form of salvation. Look at what's happening with the with these uh, MAGA supporters for Trump. Oh, yeah. You know the the cards that are being sold right now, the digital cards, according to. OpenSea, which is a popular online NFT marketplace, uh-huh. the floor price for them is 0.16 Earthium, which converts to around $190 at the time of publication. Oh, that's not bad. The they were when they were first released on Thursday, they were starting at a price of $99, so they doubled. Yeah. Okay. So now. So it's a good investment, in a way. Right. In a in a way, if you. But the, the part of the thing is when you you don't know which. Uh, card you're getting when you go online to, right. to get it. Yeah. So you you might get the same card twice uh-huh. or thrice. So this is kind of like a lotto, you know. So yeah, I had to look up the meaning of grifter, Pramod, when oh. you used it in the. So a grifter is a person who engages in petty or small scale swindling. Yes. That's I wonder who does. that is. <laughs> So, folks, we have a very, very packed show today. We're not going to be able to do our cricket or movies at the very end because we've got two uh, 30-minute interviews. One is with uh, uh, Chiro Nanakaria. Nanayakara. Nanayakara. And then folks wonder why we have our fights. I think you should just say Harish. (laughs) (laughs) Harish? No, you Promotes. didn't know his last name either. <laughs> Jawahar keeps cutting our segment off. What can I say? And then the second 30-minute is Ashok Rao, who will be right. talking about the, last, the one of the last technologies, the fifth one. And then in between, we have Ash Malhotra and Salil Patel, who will be talking about financial security issues. Uh, but so I'm going to uh, – I, I have a couple of announcements to make. One is for Margaritaville Lake Resort, who – who are our advertisers. They have been on the show before, too. Uh-huh. And uh, they uh, wanted us to let you know that they uh, have a New Year Eve celebration that you can book your your uh, your tickets on right now, an additional 30% off if you do two nights. And uh, there's live entertainment at Champagne Bar, special four-course New Year's Eve dinner, uh, and uh, there's all sorts of other uh, activities you could do. And it's uh, let's see they they I, they don't have a price here but you can call eight seven seven two eight six nine five nine zero to book a ticket or a suite for the New Year's Eve dining reservations etc cetera, etc cetera. and then the other one is for another uh, person who is a good friend of ours mm-hmm. Azam Hassan he the, of the Grand Tuscany Hotel which is on Pinemont and 290. Yes, and they're having a New Year's Eve party. Correct, and they will be bringing Arko Mukherjee and his amazing band uh, December 31st, uh, and it includes dinner, uh, drinks, and so on. And the tickets start at $75, and they go all the way up, and you could stay there overnight, etc. So that should be a very uh, interesting, uh, lively New Year's Eve thing. Certainly. Yeah, but Sanchali will be celebrating New Year's Eve in New Jersey. Mm. Yeah, in Philadelphia. In Philadelphia. Yeah. And uh, so th- there are lots of other New Year's activities going on all over the place. So what do you say about that? Sounds exciting. Yeah, a lot of great events coming up. And everyone's already out there shopping away, shopping away. I went yeah. to the store to buy something today and boy, it was a long wait to get out. See, mm-hmm. that's why I was smart and went early in the morning and finished 
Sanjali will not be with us next no Saturday. And the following Saturday. But Chandrika will be here. Chandrika okay. Sharma, she will okay. be stepping in for Sanjali. Do you okay. still need carolers? Yes, we need carolers. Okay. Who uh, is Chandrika? Uh, but carolers is more important. Shubir said he, his uh, son, he will send us a link. He's uh, performing today at one of the... But um, is he going to bring carol- carolers? I can ask him. Well, I mean, I can call him I'd also, but I just wanted to know if you found out whether he had somebody. Because we need three carolers. We have yes. karaoke that's available, and we'll be singing carols next Saturday. Okay, another friend of mine, his daughter, can maybe do it too. Okay, okay. You let me know how many you need. We need three people. Okay. Right, because I will be the fourth. Oh, wow. And Pramod, you can keep score. <laughs> but Jyoti will be here too. Yeah. So she can sing, yeah. Right, that that should be a lot of fun. Yes. Christmas is just one weekend away. Just around the corner. Right. Okay, well, folks, we are going to be going into our first segment very shortly, which is what, Sanchali? It's uh, Nanakara, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he will be talking about uh, IT professionals who are uh, who are dreading, you know, deportation because their H-1B visas may not be renewed. So he will be helping us, and he is with the Willie Nanakara and Associates. And we will be right back, folks, so stay tuned. We'll be joined by Chiro soon. Movie reviews and local community roundup. Every Saturday. 4 to 6 p.m. On Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Pramod. Indo-American News Radio. For eight years, Sankran Thai Kitchen has been the chic dining spot that serves authentic Thai food that is traditional, spicy, and creatively modern. Come taste our signature dishes like heavenly meat, crispy red snapper, Thai ceviche, Phuket prawns, Bangkok baby back ribs, desserts like jackfruit creme brulee, and cocktails like Naga Fireball. Voted best overall, best Thai, best patio, and best pet friendly by the Houston Chronicle. Sankran Thai Kitchen in Upper Uptown Park, close to River Oaks, Memorial and Post Oak. For reservations, 713-993-9096. Willie Nanayakra and Associates Attorneys and Counselors at Law specializes in immigration over 35 years of experience. New reforms are coming to the old immigration system. Now is the time to get all your immigration questions answered. Attorney George Willie offers free initial one-on-one consultation every Thursday at 9.30 a.m. on Masala Radio 98.7 FM. Willie Nanayakra and Associates Attorney 14141 Southwest Freeway. Visit gwrpc.com. Call 281-265-2522. Indo-American News Radio. India News. U.S. News. World News. Movie Reviews. And Local Community Roundup. Every Saturday. 4 to 6 p.m. On Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Pramod. Indo-American News Radio. Welcome back. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to New American News Radio. And we are very happy to have uh, Chiranjaya Nanakara with us. 
He also goes by Chiro, and he has more than 20 years of experience in U.S. immigration and nationality law. Prior to passing the bar exam, he has worked as a paralegal, international trade consultant, and legal manager for two U.S. immigration law firms and business organizations. He has considerable experience in business and family immigration matters. He's also a strong advocate of children's rights. Mr. Nanakara was instrumental in raising $35,000 within a four-month period for children who were caught in a political civil conflict in Sri Lanka in 2009. Being an immigrant himself, he understands the obstacles faced by immigrants who are seeking a better life for themselves and their family. He's a University of Houston law graduate. He did his master's degree in 1996, and he went, he attended Sri Lanka Law College in Colombo, Sri Lanka. He's licensed to practice law in the state of Alabama and in Sri Lanka. Welcome to our show, Chiro. We are very happy to have you with us. Hi. Hi. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you doing? Doing all right. Uh, doing all right. Enjoying the weather. Yes, yes, it's a beautiful weather. <laughs> yes, it's cooled down. Enjoying that weather very much. Yes, yes. Chiru, yeah. I, I, and I guess you're also enjoying the shopping experiences right now with all Christmas around the corner. So, uh, <laughs> because this morning yeah. when I called you, um, I, I, I guess you were out with your family doing that. So, uh, so we're very glad that you took the time to be able to be with us. Uh, you're very welcome, Jay. You have been doing a great service to the community in Houston, and uh, we want to do our part and help you out and also get our word around. Yeah, well, thank you. Thank you. That's exactly the reason why we uh, have you or George, or sometimes it's uh, is it James or Joseph who's been with us? Yeah, James is our other partner. We have three partners, George, myself, and James. James. Ah. Handles mainly the litigation. Yeah, yeah. Area. I see. Okay. Well, so tell tell us, uh, Pramod, you had a question. Uh, yes. Uh, you know, we were talking about the IT professionals who are now in some difficulty as um, their H one B visa may not be renewed if they are laid off. Uh. H-1 visa, yes. H-1B visas are not yet uh, outside, and uh, they have not yet started the H-1 visa process. Uh, they will come to, uh, you know, the, 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 the lottery will only come to play uh, in January or but, February. But, Chiro, what about the people who already have visas and are working and then get laid off? Laid off, they have 60 days right. to uh, find another job uh, and and move their H-1B to the new employer. Yeah, but if they're not able to find another job, what happens? Then they will be out of valid studies. So at the before the 60th day, you know, you need to plan out and uh, do another visa category, change into F1, go back to school. Or change into uh, if you are a, a nationality such as from Pakistan or other countries, you can uh, not India. You can go to E two visa with the investment. Or uh, people from India, if they don't want to go to F one, they can buy time by changing their visa category to B two, 
And then whenever they find another job, uh, then they redo another H-1B. So a B-2 visa, though, is that, uh, does that allow you to work? No, because you don't have a job, you can't work, right? So until you find a job, you cannot work. So what so does the B-2 do, do for you then? That will allow you to stay in the United States. So what you will tell the USCIS, I could not find a job, but I had to wrap up stuff in the United States and go. Uh, so I need extra time, about six months, uh, to uh, find my way, uh, I mean, uh, to wrap up stuff in the United States. So, so when you basically... say that the USCIS will give you a six-month visa, during that time, you find another H-1B employer who is willing to take your H-1B and move to that uh, company under H-1B. Oh, so they get a six-month extension. Yeah, easily. you ask for six months. Yeah. In practicality, your six months will be pending for more than eight months. So during that period, you are considered as authorized stay. Oh, okay. Well, that's very helpful then. Well, yeah, but of course, it gives you the time to find another job. And yeah. once you find another job, can you? is it easy to go back and apply for H-1B again? Yes, yes. If you have already, because H-1Bs are valid for only for six years. You know that. Yes. So a total of six years is where H-1Bs are valid for. Mm-hmm. Okay? And if you have not used that six years, of course, you can go back to uh, H-1B. Now, if you have used that six years, then you had to go back to the lottery. You don't have the uh, uh, luxury of extending the H-1B unless you have uh, a permanent, uh, what you call a labor certification done and your green card on the green card application, which is called the I-140, not the I-485. I-140 has been approved and your visa numbers, you are Indian national, so you had to wait for a long time to get a visa number. So you're waiting for your visa number. Under those circumstances, your H-1B is extended uh, every three years until your visa number becomes available. What What do you mean, visa, you don't have a visa number? Meaning you made an application and... No. Now, in a green card... I'm not talking about H-1B. Now, this is apples to oranges, you know, uh-huh. immigrant visa and a non-immigrant visa. Mm-hmm. So H-1B is a non-immigrant visa where the government gives you six years mm-hmm. to come and work for an employer as long as it's a specialty occupation, which mm-hmm. requires a minimum of a bachelor's. Mm-hmm. Now, during this six-year period, a lot of folks, 90% of the folks, uh, gets a green card application going. Mm-hmm. Okay, so in the green card application, you had to first do a labor certification, uh, if it's EB3, EB2, and then you had to do an I-140 employer. When those two things are approved, the labor certification is done by the employer to show the government there are no qualified employees with these minimum requirements in the USA, so I need this for this gentleman or the lady to work in my firm permanently, not temporarily. Right. So when that happens, sorry? Yes, yes, go ahead. Okay. When that happens, the USCIS says, okay, here's the immigrant visa. Now go get the green card. So when you take that to the USCIS, they look at the country of birth. Okay. Each country is allocated with X amount of visa numbers for a green card. Uh Uh-huh. 
So India historically oversubscribed that uh, percentage. Right. Number of visas. So there's a, you had to wait for a long period. Currently, they are giving visa green cards for applications filed in 2010 or 11. Whoa. For Indian nationals. 11 yeah. years, 10 and 11 to 12 yeah. years. Yes. So during that period, your employer then will lose you, right? Mm-hmm. So if you have H1B, you have only six years, right? Right. So what the government did uh, was they said, okay, if you have come to that second stage is completed, you're only at the third stage, you're waiting for your visa number, you can extend your H1B every three years until your visa number become current. Ah, oh. that's a nice uh, escape hatch. Well, it's it's a way, uh, a rule around a rule. Yeah. Yes, yes. It's, I say, the law, law is all about exceptions. <laughs> yes, it's ex- exceptionally good about that. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, therefore, you can essentially stay indefinitely almost. Yeah, mm-hmm. waiting for your green card if you're in that process. Right. At least yes. Yes. The trick 12, is to get an H one B visa. H one B's. The problem with H one B's are there are only eighty five thousand H one B's, which are given for a year, unless you are for 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 India hospital for India. Not for India. All over the world. I mean, any any country. Okay. In total. In totality. In total, H one B. Now we are not talking about the green card. Right. Green card only per country. Now, the H-1B is the non-immigrant visa. Mm-hmm. And there are only 85,000 given for the whole year, for, for the whole world? Per year, yes. Per year, so, but, you know, there's so many people who are already here. Yes. past so H-1Bs. Each year, they issue 85,000 visa numbers. Uh-huh. There are 300 to 400,000 applications coming in March for these new numbers. Okay? Mm-hmm. Of which so, only 85,000 will be accepted, right? Yes, 85,000 will be accepted. And then again, the next 85,000 will be put out again next year. Uh, so last year's 85,000 finished in one four days. Oh, wow. It's a lottery. Lottery. Wow. My gosh. Gone are the days when you and I got here, uh, Chiru, yeah. and promote. <laughs> I mean, when I applied for the HRB, I mean, hardly, they hardly finished the quota. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. I mean, it, it was always, a, because the tech companies have grown, they're applying, and, you know, it is, the Google alone is putting about 10,000 applications. Wow. So the 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 message to our listeners should be that if they are, if they have been laid off, they have a recourse to be able to stay at least uh, if they six haven't got a months. job at least six more months. Yeah, yeah. And during that six months, they should be able to find another. If they find another job, they go back to H one B. Right. Exactly. If they have H one B, or they can become a student again. Yeah, they can go become a student and pursue their higher education a little bit further, and then get back to H one B whenever they find another employer. Right, but with the F one visa, you cannot work except you can work part time in a student. I mean, at the university level. Yeah, at the university you can work unless you can, if you're pursuing a master's degree, you can do which is called a CPT, but it's not work; it's training. 
Right. So uh, as part of the program, you can get paid for that. Yes. So curriculum practical training program. Right, which is usually something that a lot of students wait to uh, to take on after they graduate. Yeah, correct, correct. Okay. So, uh, Pramod, we put a story in about the IT professionals that were being laid off. Remember a couple right. of weeks ago? Yeah. Yes. There are literally thousands of them that are being laid off right now by, right. in the IT world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they have to go through the process which Chiro described. Right. So Chiro, is it really necessary to hire an attorney to do this? Yeah, not necessary. I mean, you know, uh, it, if, if you if you know the uh, procedure, mm-hmm. if you know the requirements, mm-hmm. and then you can do it by yourself. But it's it's not. Just uh, what do you call? You can't look at a website and okay, you know th- there are a lot of technical stuff to be done. Right. right? Yeah. So you have to be familiar with the process, and you should have at least you know have the help of you know a lawyer if you have not gone through this process earlier. Yeah. Some companies do it by the HR. The HR do it, but at the meantime, we have come across such applications which I got. Rejected and USCI is asking, huh, why did you ask this? So then to go back and fix it, it's a big problem. Yeah, so legal now, assistance know, is very helpful. Yes. Yeah, I know some companies uh, who have hired uh, into their HR some of my former uh, very senior paralegals who are perfectly knowledgeable. They, they, they really know they're trying to be processed. But when it comes to legal arguments, sometimes they lack the knowledge. So, you know, if it's a straightforward H-1B, obviously the company has a very highly paid paralegal in their staff, they can do it. Yeah, I see. But I always advise, uh, you know, if you you don't have that kind of resources in your company, you don't try to go to the website and try to do it. It's not like filing a relative petition. Is it a very expensive process to to go through? No, it's not that expensive. I mean, the legal costs will, uh, you know, vary from lawyer to lawyer. Uh, I have seen Netron bees uh, charge from anywhere from seven thousand five hundred to thousand dollars legal fees. Oh, it all depends on lawyer to lawyer what you do and you know firm you are in. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I see. Okay. Um, so once again, for those people who are out there who are wondering what's going to happen if they are in a situation where they've been laid off, whether, whether in any profession actually, mm-hmm. in any industry, uh, the, and if they're on H-1B, uh, then there's a possibility of get, getting more time and to buy more time in order to, to stay here if, you, if that's what you desire. But H-1B is only one category. Does this apply to other category visas, L-1s or R-1s or E-1Vs or whatever? There is a certain categories. I believe L, you have the same uh, thing. And TN visas have the 60-day uh, thing. Uh, but I, I can't remember the other categories, but I, I've often I know L's and TN are part of that. They have 60 days, mm-hmm. uh, but, uh, uh, you know, they can change to any category that within that 60 days, right? 
They can go to F1. They can go to anywhere. So L's and TN's and H, I can confirm in this radio show. Others I had to look into. So the H-1B visa is offered by a <clears throat> particular company for a particular employee. So when they get laid off from that company and say they start another job with a different company, that uh, they start a new process, right? Yes, okay. they, which we call a change of employer. So the whole process, they get another three years, and then if they stay with that company, they get another extension for three years. Yeah, provided he has the six years. He's within the six years, or he has done that second stage in the green card process where he can continue to get three years, three years. Oh, so while they're in that three-year phase, they have to uh, start applying for the green card. Yes, yes. Okay. These are two different. H-1B non-immigrant. Ah, those, so there are two different categories. H-1B has yeah. a six-year limit. If right. And within that, you can change employers. To green card. A lot of people say, oh, H-1 goes to green card. No, no, no. It's so there are two different kinds. One is an immigrant yeah. and one is a non-immigrant. Non-immigrant. Ah, First thing in immigration law is that two categories. One is non-immigrant, one is immigrant. Oh, and right. how I remember is, you know, if you if, if that visa has an A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, like that, uh, you know, alphabetical uh, uh, sign, that means that's a non-immigrant visa. Oh, uh, okay. Chiru, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but we're going to be going to a commercial break very shortly. Hold on to that thought, and we'll be back at you after these messages. Folks, don't go away. We're talking to Chiru Nanayakara from George Willie Nanayakara and Associates. Very uh, good, Jawad. You did good. <laughs> I did good. I yeah. did good. Stay and tuned, we'll folks. Be... We'll be right back. All right. Okay. World news. Movie reviews. And local community roundup. Every Saturday. 4 to 6 p.m. On Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Pramod. Indo-American News Radio. Sagai se lekar barat ke liye, nai jeevan ki shuruvat ke liye. Eternal Designs by Maharaja Diamonds. Zindagi bhar rishto mein chamak lai. Custom wedding jewelry and holiday gifts for the one you love. Maharaja, bringing diamonds to life. 5821 Hillcroft, 713-784-5673. Happy holidays from Maharaja Diamonds. Looking for fresh homemade spices? Chandrika Masala is the place. Chandrika Masala Retail Outlet at Factory Location, 13220 Morphy Road. Chandrika Masala, 100% homemade spices, atas and chutneys. 713-789-3088. Chandrikamasala.com. 713-789-3088. For eight years, Sankran Thai Kitchen has been the chic dining spot that serves authentic Thai food that is traditional, spicy, and creatively modern. Come taste our signature dishes like heavenly meat, crispy red snapper, Thai ceviche, Phuket prawns, Bangkok baby back ribs, desserts like jackfruit creme brulee, and cocktails like Naga Fireball. Voted best overall, best Thai, best patio, and best pet friendly by the Houston Chronicle. Sankran Thai Kitchen in Upper Town Park, close to River Oaks, Memorial and Posto. For reservations, 713-993-9096. 
Indo-American News Radio, India News, US News, World News, Movie Reviews, and Local Community Roundup. Every Saturday, 4 to 6 p.m. on Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Pramod. Indo-American News Radio. Welcome back, everyone. We were listening to Chiro Nanakara from George Willie and Nanakara Associates. And he is the lawyer who specializes in immigration. And he was telling us about the H-1B visa and what uh, people should do if they lose their jobs, especially since a lot of folks in the IT industry are losing their jobs and they are afraid that they may be deported. And he was trying to tell us how, you know, they can be helped. And we went into the categories of the H-1B visa and he told us that there is an immigrant variation and a non-immigrant and then he was also telling us about ABCD. So let's uh, pick up from there. Okay. <laughs> Welcome back. Well, tell us, uh, tell yeah. us the ABCDs of this. Thing. Okay. So if there are, uh, if there is an alphabetical uh, name, like you know the symbol A visa, B visa, C visa, okay, D visa. So all those are non-immigrant visas. Okay. 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 Even uh, there are only two visas in that non-immigrant category ha- that will have a color of immigrant visa mm. that will push to immigrant, kind of they, they, they consider it's, a, it's both in the middle, it's immigrant and non-immigrant. Those are K visas and U visas. K visa is for a fiancé of a U.S. citizen who comes on a K visa as a fiancé and then he or she has 90 days exactly 90 days from the date of entry mm. to make sure that person is the correct person for your lifetime and get married. Uh-huh. Otherwise, you need to leave the country. Got it, got it. So that has a color of uh, 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 immigrant uh, visa. And then you have, which is called a U visa. Mm-hmm. If you are a victim of a grave crime, and then uh, you will get a, what is called a U visa in order to help the uh, police force to nab the uh, culprits. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, then that visa will also take you to a green card in three years. Mm, okay. Three to four years. So other, all the other visas, you know, you need to do another application in order to get a green card. That's another process, entirely new process that you need to initiate during the uh, uh, during the validity period of the non-immigrant visa. Right, yes. Now I think it's more clear now of uh, the various categories of uh, visas, uh, yeah. immigrant and non-immigrant. Yeah, now A visa is for diplomats, B visa is for visitors, C visa is for crewmen, D visa is to again a crewman, another category, E visa is for uh, investors who are right. temporary That's, investors. Those are the lists like that, that we went over with yeah, George. Exactly. George, George exactly. went over most of right. those, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so those are all non-immigrants. That won't automatically get you a green card. Yeah, mm-hmm. that That's a different term. process. That's as an expiration date. There are terms and conditions you have to uh, abide by. Now, while you are in that, you have to find a immigrant visa category, which is under either employment or family or investor. Ah. 
so there are only three main categories. Chiru, on the note of family, I just I received a visa bulletin for December 2022, mm. and it's the application for final action dates for family-sponsored cases. So family-sponsored cases for F1 for India, for example, the date, the, you, you mentioned earlier around when the, the visa date or, or number was available. F1 right now for India is December 1, 2014. Mm, it's hmm. a little bit better. And... Um, Dates for filing family-sponsored visa applications. This is just for filing them for F1. You can't even file this. The, the date is 8th of August 2018, 2016, now, sorry. That, that means, that doesn't mean that you cannot file your I-130. You, you can file your I-130. But, but that means is your case they won't are be heard. giving green cards mm -hmm. for people who has an approved I-130 that was filed in 2000, whatever that date is. Right. So you have a waiting period of eight years, essentially. Yes. Yeah. And if you're in F3 or F4 category for India, it is 15th of September 2005. <laughs> Can you imagine 17 so, years? You know, uh, Jay, do you know what is F1 category? Yes, that's a student visa, right, F1? No, no, now again... Now you're mixing with non-immigrant with immigrant. Oh. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> Jawar, you that, need that, a lawyer that, to that, discuss that, immigration. That no, that no student. That's what you Right, I see. So the F-1. The, the F dash one, one, which is called FB1, family-based, you know. I said those are the ABCDs that are different. And... In the immigrant category, we have employment-based, family, investor. Investor goes unemployed. Actually, main two main, employment and family. So the difference is it's F1 without the dash no, and F-1 for the student? No, FB1. Yes, yes, yes. exactly. F-1. So, yeah. So F-family-based has four categories, mm -hmm. actually five categories. Yes. Subcategories. I told you, law is about always about exceptions, right? right. Correct. So, so family-based has five categories. First category is which is called a immediate relative. Mm -hmm. That's right? the F1. Those are the child or wife, sons, right? the children and spouses and parents of a U.S. city. Ah. Right. Children means definition of a child is you have to be under the age of 21, not married. Correct. Right. Okay. Chiru, no. I, I, I know where this is going, but we're going to run out of time in about a minute. <laughs> okay, so you know the categories F1, F2A, F2A F2B, F2B uh, yes, yes. F3 Unmarried, and F4. Yes, yes. And just like that, in the employment category, there's E1, EB1, EB2, EB3, EB4, EB5. Right, and we be out of time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. please can we'll you uh, share now, share we your. Get it, take it next time. You yes. need contact yes. info. <laughs> please share your information with our listeners. Uh, your Chiro. phone number, yeah, Chiro? so that they can reach out to yeah, you if sure. they need help. Yeah, two eight one. Uh huh. Two eight one two six five two five two two is our uh, main number. Two eight one six nine zero. 5113 is my direct number.
Well, thank you so right. much, Shira, once again, and you have a Merry Christmas and and a Happy New thank Year, and we'll see you again next month, or you, thank you or guys. George. Thank, thank you very much. Thank you. Happy holidays. Yeah, thank happy you, sir. holidays All right, bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. All right, guys, we're back again now with our next guests who are in the studio with us right now. It's uh, Ash Malhotra and Salil Patil. They were are also on the quiz today. We and had and Ash won. Woohoo! <laughs> and we had we had an amazingly good time on the quiz this time round. Yes. And uh, it, and uh, the uh, they're back again now in this segment to talk about the financial services situation. And Ash, thank you so much for pointing what, that out. What situation would that be? That situation is... <laughs> the things are messed up. Okay. <laughs> My financial situation is messed up. So Ash is a long-time resident of Houston. Ash is also a proud U of H alumni with a background in computer science. This expertise developed into an IT security and managed services business, which he has successfully run for the, past, for the last 13 years. Ash is a constant learner and teacher, expanding his business expertise into real estate and lately into the remarkable area of financial education. This educating families about finance and the correct vehicles for growth pr protection and tax benefit strategies is his absolute passion. Thank you, Joel. Welcome. I'm honored. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Ash. Uh, and Salil Patil, sir, you are an electrical engineer by profession, getting his MS and MBA from Lamar University. He currently works in oil and gas as a senior instrumentation manager. Given his technical skills and phenomenal number-crunching abilities, he dove headfirst into the area of financial education when the opportunity presented itself and has now made it his, pl his plan B in life. Uh, he's a passionate team leader of the FEFAF group. And can you tell us what FEFAF is? Sure. First of all, thanks, Dr. Jabbar, for having us. That's Friends Educating Friends and Families About Finance. Uh-huh. See, it rolls off so easy, right? So yeah. easy, so easy. Good to have you, the both of you with us <laughs> Thank today. you very much. Thank thanks you. for having us. And this, you've been, this is like, I think your third or fourth, no, fourth Fifth. time. Fifth. No, sixth, sixth, actually. Yeah, this is Ash's sixth time. My, my, my fifth sixth. time, yeah. Talking about financial. Yes. Yes, yes. Because you came here, was it once by yourself? Yes, yes, that is correct. The first, very first time, yes. Right, right, right. I was in July, yeah. And then you bought your reinforcements. <laughs> yes, that's yeah. right. That's I right. think the first time Ash was here, he came as a comedian. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That was, uh, what, what was that, last year or something? No, no, that was 2019. Uh, 2020. 2020, yes. Yeah, yes. we only yes. started January yes. of 2020. So, right. Yeah. And that, that part hasn't changed from us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, good sense of humor is, is required to be on the air, as well as to sell financial security. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, it's too serious a subject. And that, that is no laughing matter, is it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so. That's true. So, gentlemen, you are here with us today. You, you, you discussed fine, uh, funding education for kids before. Mm-hmm. 
college education. You you talked about <coughs> retirement planning, uh, using the uh, the the different pegs that you want to use: growth, longevity, etc. Tax planning strategies you talked about, wills and trusts, and then now uh, we're going to encapsulate all of that and look forward to 2023. 2020. Is that correct? That is correct. That's correct. So we wanted to just uh, sort of summarize uh, briefly all these areas without getting into any... Too much detail. Too much detail, yes. All right. I, I was going to find another adjective, but that's, I'm, I'm glad you said that. <laughs> I, I was going to go with excruciating, but you know, that's all right. <laughs> okay, so so uh, the four topics, as uh, Jawahar pointed out, uh, so let's... let's uh, fire it off with uh, education planning for kids and uh, the 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 one person who's sort of suffering through the whole thing is Salil so I'll, I'll let him take the <laughs> thank you thank you, you very much you're I suffering guess. because you're educating a kid exactly right? <laughs> I'm educating the kid and I wish I would have planned for that education right because it is, it is so as we were talking to RJ Harish over here it's so easy to plan for it but you don't know what you don't know mm -hmm. so here we are trying to tell people what they can do you know with the with the uh, the resources that they have currently. So some of the major highlights that we would like to see, and by the way, our our, our um, article on college education funding did come up in the Indo-American yeah, News. Thanks for, thanks for that. Thanks promote. for that promoter. Exactly. I appreciate exactly. it. That was very nice, by the way. Uh, it's on December 9th, and then I think the first section came on September, September 2nd. 2nd. Yeah. That was in excruciating article <laughs> <laughs> we, that's why we are summarizing it. Yeah. Yeah, we, it, it took us a lot of time to write that but i'm glad that we you guys both you know bear with us for till that time so basically i wanted to hit up on on all the, the highlights right of, of education funding and then let ash talk about the retirement planning a little bit so first and foremost is like like we were telling rj right harish over here you're never early right the best time to plan was yesterday so plan as early as possible for your child's education okay don't don't wait till the time they're in high school or 10th grade or 11th grade as soon grade. as you find out you're pregnant <laughs> that's <laughs> it yeah. okay in fact the texas Very promise fund you can you can start it the day your child gets their social security number right so you mm -hmm. start you know but you, you don't know. need a social security number to that start an account to start an account no you do you do. No, no, but not a, you could transfer it into the child's name. That is correct, yes. That is absolutely correct. But you can plan for that. Absolutely. You're right. Um, do not encourage your kids to work on any kind of W-2. Like a lot of, you know, Indian families do like their kids to get, you know, the financial independence of working someplace, you know. But, but what, what it does is it adds to your kids' assets. So W-2, but you, 1099 is good? No, no. I'm just saying nowhere where, where the kid gets a, a, income. A, an income. Yeah, which reflects on which taxes, reflects on taxes anyway. Correct. But it would be a minuscule amount. That is correct. But if you look at it this way... Wages are rising up, right? I mean, I'm pretty sure you can find kids in high school now making seventeen to nineteen dollars an hour, mm -hmm. and the limit is six thousand seven hundred and fifty. Oh. You can see how earn, you know that money quickly, quickly, quickly adds, up. adds up, right? And then the way I looked at it was, my daughter did work and she did get that, you know, that ten ninety nine. Well, that money I never saw that money. <laughs> it's so minuscule. <laughs> yeah, because and because she's she, she spent herself. it on yeah. herself, right? Yeah. And and then you know. It, when it came to doing the FAFSA, we had to disclose all that, right? Certainly. So in lieu of that, ask your kids to do as many volunteering programs as uh -huh. possible. There are so many places here in Houston, you know, the Houston Food Bank, you know, I mean, the temples that we have out here, so many places, right? Um, SPCA so, for that matter. But of they want to earn for their pocket money, right? Exactly. But then that is where, as parents, you can help expand their vision. Hmm. It's not about living for today. It's about thinking what's going to happen five years from now. Correct? So the end goal is to be able to get either a scholarship or government funding or very some well sort of said thing. yes some kind of need based scholarship right because uh, you know um, academic based scholarship is only one percent 
But mm. need-based scholarship, I mean, if you remember what we told our listeners, $2 billion have gone a begging last year in unclaimed need-based scholarship because mm. a lot of people did not fill out apply. the FAFSA form. That brings me to my point number three, which is make sure you apply for FAFSA every year. Mm. Doesn't matter how much your income is because income is relative, right? $80,000 in Texas is nothing in New York or in California for that matter. So, so let's, sure let's, maybe you let's can explain. tell our listeners again what FAFSA stands for. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, hang on. It, it is it's a free application for, for federal, federal student, student aid. aid. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Free application for federal yeah. student free application, aid. Free application, right? So okay. FAFSA, and that has to be. Uh, sorry to interject. No, 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 no That problem. must be must be filed every year. Correct. Just keep uh, that in every mind. Every year that. and after high school. No, no. no and no. as college year. Child doesn't college. Until the you four years of college. Correct. Right. Okay. Right. Right. So do not do not have any assets in 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 the minor kids' names. Because remember, the cost, the expected family contribution is a percentage of the parents' income, the parents' assets, plus kids' income and kids' assets, right? Right. So yeah. when you look at it that way, you know, you don't want to fall in the UTMA, UGMA, the Atma Agma traps over there, right? So make sure that you do not have anything in kids' names. Uh, move assets from the included category into the excluded category. That's extremely important. That's where, you know, we can help you guys, you know, do that. Now, all our listeners over here. Um when you when you file your when you file your FAFSA applications, the look back is for the last two years of taxes. So don't think that it's going to be the last year. It's going to be two years, right? So right when the kid is in tenth, eleventh grade, and twelfth grade is when your taxes are going to be counted towards that FAFSA application. The assets are going to be as of the date that you file the application, but the income tax returns are going to be from two years before that. So remember that point. And then last but not the least, um, I, I want to repeat it again, that make sure that you file FAFSA every year that your kid is in college because there's no telling what kind of need-based scholarship the college may be able to give you. And on that note, we're going to hold that thought because we're going to be going to a commercial break. And when we come back, we'll be continuing on. Sure. With, Thank uh, you. All right, folks, don't go away. We'll be right back. This is Indo-American News Radio. You're listening to Masala Radio, 107.5 KGLK, HD4, Lake Jackson, and 98.7 FM, K254BZ, Fairbanks. Masala. Experience Magical Winter Lights, the largest holiday lighting event in Houston and the largest lantern festival in the U.S. November 18th to January 7th at Houston Raceway Park in Baytown featuring a new winter circus, seven themed lantern worlds, castle, Christmas village, dino fun zone, an Alice in Winterland immersive, plus festival food, carnival rides, and Christmas characters. Close January 2nd through the 4th. Discounted tickets at MagicalWinterLights.com or your neighborhood Walgreens. Don't miss over six million lights and magical winter lights. If you think you're keeping up with the news, tell us what you know. Get on the Indo-American News Radio Quiz Show. I think I know this. The only quiz of its kind on Desi Radio. In the U.S. And win points, a prize, laughs, and make friends. To get on the Indo-American News Radio, email today. IndoAmericanNews at Yahoo.com or call 713-789-6397. Indo-American News Radio on Masala 9. 98.7 FM every Saturday 3 to 6 PM with Jawahar Sanchali Pramod and Jyoti. 
Indo American News Radio, India News, US News, World News, Movie Reviews, and Local Community Roundup. Every Saturday, 4 to 6 p.m. on Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Pramod. Indo American News Radio. Welcome back, folks. We're talking to.、Uh, What is your name again? <laughs> I think I know this. <laughs> Javad is having、it. a senior moment. Yes. <laughs> Ash Malhotra and, and Salil Patel. There you go. Thanks、yes. for having us, guys. So you talk, we just、uh, concluded talking about education and funding college education. Would、Correct. you like to continue on with the yes, other category? Yes, absolutely. So I'll, I'll make the, the next one and then I'll hand it over to Ash. This one is very close to my heart. Okay. So this is, these are retirement strategies, you know, using the three circles that we talk about. So a lot of times we only confine our, our, our investments to only one circle, which is the growth circle, right? But what we want to also、uh, you know, have our listeners pay attention to is the longevity circle and the tax benefit circle. Because taxes are going to be eaten up a majority of our assets when we retire. So, if we need to plan our assets to where, you know, we, what, we only pay taxes on those once, we don't have to pay taxes on those again. And the IULs and the FIAs will help you with, not the FIAs, but the IULs will help you with that. Again, you can go with Roth IRAs. You know, the Roth IRAs is one great way in which the government lets you, you know, save on、uh, capital gains.、Um, the longevity circle, oh, never forget the longevity circle. Always your money needs to outlive you. And the best way to do that, I think, Pramod, you had briefly mentioned about the annuities that you've had, right?、Mm-hmm. Great way. And, and I know they've had bad connotations in the past, but of late, you know, with, with the rating agencies and the way they have been subjected to tighter, stricter controls by the state itself,、mm-hmm. annuities are now becoming, you know, in fact, they are one of the biggest attractions post、oh, the pandemic,、okay. right? In the, the 2020 era. And then, last but not the least, you know, look for options where you can get floor protection. Where your capital gains are, are secured. For example, the FIA is you know, in which you know, after the, the options are exercised in a year, whatever interest you make out of it is now credited to your account. Unlike what you see in your mutual fund, which are just paper gains and paper losses, you actually credit these, these funds into your account. So your new floor is now this amount that was there, your principal,、mm. plus what was credited in there.、Mm. So every year, you're basically building off of that. And it will never go down. You may not experience the extravagant you know, spikes as, as your other growth funds would, but you will never experience the fall, correct?、Mm. So please, for all our listeners, concentrate more on asset preservation as well as asset growth. With that, as, as, do you want to touch upon some of the、uh, tax sure, planning sure. strategies? <clears throat> so,、um, tax planning, we'll just, we'll just cover a few categories、uh, very quick and how it impacts. W2 folks, how it impacts small business folks or you know, even larger businesses. And, and what do we have in terms of you know, just extending Salil's thought on, 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 on the floor protected、um, systems? First, first of all, I want to touch upon what、uh, folks who are in, in regular jobs getting W2s. So there is an option, <clears throat> in case you're not aware of it,、uh, Salil touched upon something called the Roth, right? So, what is the Roth system? Roth is the post tax investment into an,、uh, you know, an individual retirement account or an IRA. So, a Roth 401k, such a thing does exist, and you should probably talk to your.、Uh, You know, the 401k managers, whatever that company is, to see if you can, if you want to get that converted, the pros and cons of that. Of course, you know, being, being, a, being a tax free mechanism is a lot better at retirement than a taxation mechanism. So that when you start getting your required minimum distributions at that time, 
you're getting it tax free instead instead of having to pay the current taxation at that time so that's one way to get around it another but now the roth 401k <laughs> mm-hmm. is differentiated from the roth ira as you Absolutely. just pointed yes, out yes it is but as a vehicle the 401k still allows you to build up your uh, your investment portfolio tax free that is correct that but is your correct. 401k the roth 401k sorry Ash, needs to be offered by your employer Mm-hmm. Roth IRA is something that you can do you over and above. That's I, a sixty-five hundred. But yeah. I've never heard of a Roth four hundred one k. Exactly, there are there are very few employers, very few lucky employers that actually offer yes. the Roth four hundred one k. And what you do is they basically tax your money, and you can put up to nineteen thousand five or twenty thousand five hundred, whatever the limit, limit is. Yeah. That the IRS allows and then you to they match that. it to a certain. Point. They will match if, it to whatever it is. Do, yeah. If they do, if right. they do, that's right. correct. But one thing doesn't predicate the other. But this will be post-tax money that you will get to invest. And that that will go grow capital gains tax free, right? Right. So that's that's a Roth four hundred one k. But the the moment you take the money out, you still pay tax negative on the, on the growth. No, no, you nope. do not. No, you do not. No, nope. if oh, it's really? a Roth four hundred one k, no, that's the benefit. See, you're investing after tax money. Correct. Sir. That is you good. only pay taxes once. But the growth, I mean, the, if you put in a hundred thousand and it grows to a million. Would you not be paying taxes on nine hundred thousand? No, sir, you will not, because the Roth the Roth four hundred one k is subjected to some rules. Like you have certain fifty nine and a half or five years, whichever comes later, is what you need to withdraw the money from. So you cannot, you do not have easy access to that money. So because you are bound by these laws, the other flip if, side of that is you don't you pay any. If you withdraw prior to that time, then you would pay taxes. Yeah, there's a penalty and penalty, yes, penalty. and penalty yeah, as well, yes. right? Ten percent penalty. <coughs> yeah. And then the other advantage of Roth is again to touch upon the sorry ashes is required minimum distributions, right? So you're you're not no longer uh, subjected to any RMD rules because you've already paid taxes to Uncle Sam once on that, right? Mm. Anyway, sorry. Continue. Right. Yeah. No worries. So so that was um, so consider talking to your employer about that. You know, just. How how can you convert to a Roth four hundred one k if they if they do offer it? What mm-hmm. what are the yes. you know implications of that positive and negative, right? Because in a regular four hundred one k there is it's a post tax situation. Roth four hundred one k is a pre tax situation. Mm-hmm. So when when you're flipping one to the other, you know there is a tax implication. Uncle Sam wants that money. That's right? correct. Um, <clears throat> for the small business owners out there, so you know we we've, we've got a wonderful instrument called the SEP IRA, which is a simplified employee pension. Um, IRA plan, and that is uh, it is pretty remarkable. You know, you it you it can you can put in um, into the IRA. You can put in up to twenty five percent of uh, what you make, or fifty six thousand. I think 000, is, I think that's a new limit. Whichever is lower. Whichever is lower per year. So it, per yeah, year. Per year. So so it is it is a lot more than what four hundred one k people can put in. So this uh, applies only to small business owners. Well, business owners, business in, in general, yeah, yeah. self-employed, in, uh, self-employed people. Okay. So, uh, and and business owners really should consider that. Talk talk to your tax consultant and just just uh, you know figure it out. Get a SEP IRA in place. It's it's very beneficial for your retirement. Um, lastly, I want to touch upon this: is that uh, you know we we talked about in prior shows about this rule uh, in the IRS code, which is called the seven seven zero two. Right? It is. Uh, it, it it's a certain protection rule that uh, certain products offer people who are getting into retirement or just generally in savings and you know we've touched upon some of the products that utilize the 7702 uh, namely the IULs or the annuities uh, the, the fixed index annuities VULs so these are lesser known and lesser used products but they are very very efficient in terms of uh, saving taxes 
over the long run and and preservation of wealth you know growing your estate and so on and so forth so and legacy as well right legacy yeah. legacy transfer as well absolutely so yeah one question on the sep ira yes so um are they uh, uh do you have to do rmds with that too yes is yes subject yes. to the same yeah, rules yeah, yes. subject to the same rules yes as a regular ira yeah correct or a 401k yeah. yes but similar to that yes i mean like i said one thing doesn't predicate on the other right the the, the taxman come at the taxman wants his money regardless and the maximum age i think is 72 and a half or, or january of that that year when you turn 72 So unless, unless they extended which they think 275 is, right. is what correct. they're thinking that's and we correct. hope that they do that too but anyways yeah that's that's regardless of that so yeah. so a sep is a pre-tax mechanism correct so it, it is a little closer to the 401k so that there is a tax implication at the end of it which is why there is an rmd right you know so yeah yeah we okay. just have to keep these things in mind so, okay so so the fourth fourth area that that you know off late we become really passionate about uh, is an area of wills and trusts and and a lot of folks um, you know might might uh, for whatever reason decide to ignore it or you know not take it seriously but uh, wills and trusts are one of those things that every family should have you know mm-hmm. for for whatever level of income you have whatever savings you have you should always have that and where wills come into play really is is in a couple of major areas one is if you have minor children something happens to the parents what happens to the custody of those children you know we, you have to be concerned about that if you have minor children mm-hmm. you know things do happen we we wish nothing happens to anyone but things do happen you know and we we want to you know make sure that people understand that you must have a will in place for that reason for for to control how and where your minor children would go in case the worst were to happen to you mm-hmm. right uh second one you know in terms of a will is something called a medical will or or the medical power of attorney what what happens if you you know get incapacitated turn into a vegetable you know who's taking decisions for you and 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 there are rules and regulations for that and and logically applying those rules actually makes sense that you know the spouse should never be the one making decisions emotionally too close to the person who's suffering and you know so who's who's going to be the person who's going to administer all of that you know that that part comes in the will then then a whole other portion and sort of going to shift gears very quickly to uh, to trusts uh, basically a will is is stuck with something called probate once once a person passes away uh, even if you have a will you know it will go into probate people can come back and claim money from the probate uh, courts and so on so for that very convoluted process for the people who are the recipients of uh, the assets or the you know wh- whatever properties or whatever is in 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 there it becomes very nasty for them sometimes you know the things can hang on for a year two years you know and not, not to mention times. it's a it's a very public process it's too very public probate process. is a public process yes. right your will is read out in in public yeah so so it becomes nasty because somebody could come and challenge it well it's it's time consuming and it's expensive because the probate lawyers are basically the court appointed lawyers are basically drawing out of your own assets and to pay for the privacy and you lose all privacy and that's correct yes. it's a very Absolutely. long protracted process so beneficiary is not getting the the advantage of all that but, you've left behind so but the whole props process of probate is to make sure there isn't someone else who's challenging your that's assets. one of the that's one of the one reasons of the but then it, yeah. it takes time that's why you use a trust which is non contested you cannot the trust cannot be contested 
once the trust is done the transfer is as smooth and as fast as possible that's yeah. the advantage of one over the other we have our good friend judge who comes the probate law michael hoffman yeah. he's a probate <laughs> judge and he recommended going through the probate process okay okay so i i mean i i'm sure there is there are pros and cons there are pros and cons to that right? right so if if you have a will and going through the probate process maybe it makes sense yeah. but if you have the other supporting part of it which is a trust and which we really promote that you know if every family no matter what your financial situation you really should have a trust in and in texas what are the numbers that seventy five thousand dollars if it's more than seventy five thousand your assets within all your assets is going to probate but why, if that was the case why isn't it that people more people are not doing trust they don't know about it i mean that's no, what but it is, is it right? cost minor cost it is it is minor compared to what is at stake correct yeah. i mean everything but, has comes with the cost so right? how much does it cost to to do a trust it's going to be very hard to de- determine that you know so it i mean i guess we can do varies, a one on one it yeah. varies depending yeah. on how complicated your yes, your structures precisely. are what is the joint property uh, if you have how a joint property how many people are involved in it correct. and so on correct. but i mean whatever we can do i can i can i can say one thing that you do, you don't necessarily for straightforward cases like what we have in majority of our immigrant community over here these are pretty straightforward cases and you really do not need a to go through a lawyer or anything for that so mm-hmm. please talk to us we can help you out with that as well you know it, it, it's it's good to do it on a one on one basis rather than getting very generalized over here. so have a will and a trust as, yes, as well and as well. and a medical and the medical power of attorney, power of attorney. that's great that's great or okay. a healthcare directive as they call uh, yeah, it yeah advanced yeah. Directive. a healthcare directive is it's pretty straightforward form to fill out it is it is actually but let's ask how many of us actually have it have it yeah right i know i just, have it but yeah just it, dnr or just full everything <laughs> exactly yeah correct, yeah. correct. Because, absolutely you know there is drugs absolutely. and no drugs sure. yeah. absolutely correct yeah, yeah. Okay, and then the uh, continue on. Uh, you know, you're sure, talking sure. about Ash. Yeah, so I I just uh, started to talk about trust, and uh, you know, like Salil pointed out, it it is wise for every family to have some sort of family trust to put your, you know, to put the assets in, structure it in a way that uh, the the moment of the assets after you know person passes on or whatever it is the legacy part of it goes to the next generation or your beneficiaries in a correct and legal manner and that's why you need that so the wills will be separated from the trust one one side the wills are you know for the custody of minor children for your healthcare directives the trusts are most mostly the the transfer financial wealth, yeah. the transfer of wealth well so should a single person do have a trust will i mean if they don't have if they have a beneficiary they have that a they, that they, they should need, they should they yes should. Yeah. and suppose the beneficiary happens to be someone in india that's that is, fine that's fine that's completely fine, fine. it anywhere, doesn't matter where the person is no nope. yeah i was told you don't even need a social security number if, that is you know, because that person would not have a social security number correct and uh, you can still make it work yeah and you know india india and the us have treaties right for for financial transfer so it's not uh, it's not a problematic thing to have somebody a beneficiary in india not mm-hmm. at all okay and part that, that's real good information yeah. yeah and part of the the assets that you have would be your any social security income right 
Well, yeah, assets could be whatever yes. you have, right? Your jewelry, <laughs> antiques. I mean, I've had one client call me and tell me, hey, what about those uh, horses that I have? Oh, wow. Okay, great. Because yeah. some of those were racehorses. Very so expensive. Very expensive. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and he was breeding them. So we but come so across reason, interesting characters. The reason I asked Social Security is one of the people who that administration should be notified when you pass away, right? Yes, that is correct. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so Absolutely. that then, then you're... Um, it, it, does that happen automatically when you set up a trust or no it does no, not no, 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 no. you have what is called as an executor of the will the executor basically wraps up your life after you right Get, getting your death certificate so on and so forth and make sure that whoever you appoint you have a chat with that person or entity whatever mm. it is right sometimes it can be an entity too and have a chat with them and explain to them and what we do is we help our clients with you know giving them instruction letters so you basically seal those letters up and you give it to whoever your appointed person is. And that that letter has, you know, up-to-date instructions on what he or she needs to do or the entity has to do to wrap up your life after you. Yeah. Since That's we are we talking have. about wrapping up, there's only two more minutes left, guys. So what are we looking forward to in 2023? What, what are so, the so major of, uh, points that we should address? Right. So... It, it's, it's more going to be essentially what we are going to address. <laughs> yes, so, yes. So so we are going, you know, we, we've given you a very broad scope this year in, in the shows that we've uh, done mm-hmm. with you, in the articles that we publish and so on. We, we are sort of going to dive into the nitty gritty and, and, you know, explain a little more about these products. With examples and with so examples. on. With examples. Exactly. Yes. We, we want to put together case studies for you. you know, Wonderful. To, to, be, to be giving you practical case studies of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, folks just like us. So, so it makes a little more sense, and that's the plan for the next few months as we uh, get into 2023. And uh, you know, I think what I would do, Jabbar, Sanchali, and Pramod is if you guys have any questions that are, that are coming from your readers, you know, just give us, let us know, and then then we come just way more prepared. Sure. We'll pass those on. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I think you guys are almost as qualified as we are to talk about these things, right? I mean, I mean, <laughs> Jabbar has picked up on <laughs> so many things. You know, it's it's amazing. So. Well, uh, doing something so have right. I. I have learned a lot. We've done something good. right, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's true. no, no. This this is all very good information, which is one of the reasons why I was so excited when you decided to come on the show. Absolutely. And to share all this stuff. It has been wonderful. You know. Yes. Yeah. So you all want to share your uh, contact information? Sure, sure. So I'll I'll give my number. It's uh, area code eight three two seven two three. 9555 832-723-9555 so just reach out to me you know and and like we mentioned in the past shows you know we've we've got subject matter experts in within our team mm-hmm. and and you know if uh, one of us can't answer it we make sure we make absolutely sure a- as you, you did get, with when you brought Dennis, up when you yeah. Dennis yes. For yes. Yes. Yeah. yes guys thank you so much thank have you. a merry christmas and we'll see you again yeah. next thank you. happy Likewise. holidays happy enjoy holidays. merry yes. christmas to everyone yes. thank yes. you and thank you for having us. And local community roundup every Saturday, 4 to 6 p.m. on Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Prabhon. Indo American News Radio. Mahesh's Kitchen Fine Dining serves fusion, avocado bale, Chinese chaat, mango habanero salmon, and traditional vindaloo curry, lasuni chicken tukra, whole palm fret. Mahesh's Kitchen authentic organic cuisine meets beautiful modern decor. To go and catering for 300, Mahesh's Kitchen, upscale Indian restaurant and bar in Sugarland Town Center. For 
For eight years, Songkran Thai Kitchen has been the chic dining spot that serves authentic Thai food that is traditional, spicy, and creatively modern. Come taste our signature dishes like heavenly meat, crispy red snapper, Thai ceviche, Phuket prawns, Bangkok baby back ribs, desserts like jackfruit creme brulee, and cocktails like Naga Fireball. Voted best overall, best Thai, best patio, and best pet friendly by the Houston Chronicle. Songkran Thai Kitchen in Uptown Park, close to River Oaks Memorial and Post Oak. For reservations, 713-993-9096. Patanjali Wellness offers Ayurveda, Nature Care, Marma Therapy, Reiki, and Yoga services. Come in for a complimentary dosha analysis to understand your body's composition. Integrated consultation starts at $70 an hour, including a free follow-up. Customized wellness programs from $5.99 for three days. And the Panchakarma Ayurvedic Bio Detox Program, $14.99 for seven days. Call 281-456-3229 or visit patanjaliwellness.us. On Highway 90 and Commerce Green in Sugarland. Indo American News Radio. India News. US News. World News. Movie Reviews. And Local Community Roundup. Every Saturday. 4 to 6 p.m. On Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Pramod. Indo American News Radio. Welcome back, listeners. Uh, we're glad that you were with us uh, earlier for the financial education segment and now we're switching to fun technology uh, our guest right now is ashok rao he's been a regular with us and he's a serial entrepreneur with five successful high technology startups of his own he's a board director of goose capital and an angel investor in several startups mentoring the founders and serving on their boards Mr. Rao was the first Indian-American to take a company public on NASDAQ. And another uh, achievement that Ashok has on his uh, pedigree is uh, uh, being the owner of Songkran Thai Restaurant in Uptown Park. Yes. And, uh, so Which it's, you uh, just uh, heard the yard for. <laughs> so uh, congratulations, Ashok, and thank you for being with us. Well, glad to be here. And uh, please continue with the technology exposition. Well, we've done uh, four so far. Yes. 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 And they were, if you recall, glass, cold, sound, and clean. Clean, Mm -hmm. yes. And we had our Hall of Fames for all of them. Certainly. Yes. Which we might just recap at the end of this because there'll be new unknown Hall of Fame members when we do this fifth technology. Mm-hmm. Certainly. But before we get to it, it might be useful to remind your listeners as to one of the prevailing themes of it all is the hummingbird effect. Correct. And it's a well-established concept in um, historical evolution and but technology. Let's recap and it. We'll recap it. What, what the hummingbird effect is stems from how the hummingbird evolved. Uh, 80 million years ago, when the planet was first beginning to evolve plants and flowers, these living things like plants and flowers needed a way to reproduce sexual reproduction for plants which is pollination Mm -hmm. and how do you do that well you attract insects that can hover to to land on your flower or your plant pollen falls on their wings they go to the next one and the pollen then falls into that flower and now you have the pollination well what do you do to attract them well you attract them with color and you attract them with nectar Mm -hmm. So 
good old Mother Earth was uh, evolving and insects were evolving that were able to hover. They were all non-vertebrates. But all of a sudden, a vertebrate developed the ability to hover and create this long nose, long beak that could extract nectar, and that's the hummingbird. It was an unforeseen outcome of what plants were trying to do to create a way to live. Okay. Uh, are there no plants that actually can, like, you know, procreate? Like, next well, there to each are, other? sure, but you know, you'll find them in the rainforest, but there's lots of things. Wind blows it, mm-hmm. uh, rain will carry it. Uh, but, but for flowers and these kinds of plants, you need pollination. Mm-hmm. And that's why you have insects, you have bees, and you have hummingbirds. Why, why not the bees? The bees weren't as. The bees were fine. Yeah. But this be- was an unintended mm-hmm. right. evolution of a creature that's a vertebrate. It's the only vertebrate that can hover. Mm-hmm. There is no other vertebrate on our planet that has the ability to hover like hummingbird. Right. The rest are all insects. What nature does is uh, it has backup plants. It has backup plants. If yes. it has bees, then it also has Theory hummingbirds. Theory of evolution. Well, it's the unintended consequence of various tendrils of evolution, if you Correct. want to call it. Correct. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So technologies have also had these unintended consequences. The most... Um, I think the most telling one that I like to give is uh, the greatest invention, I think, of the last 1,000 years is Gutenberg's printing press. Right. Now, Gutenberg printing press created books. Till then, you could never get a book. They were only for the monks and the very wealthy. Now, the fact that books began to become ubiquitous meant people needed to read them. Till then, nobody could read. And when people started to read books, they realized that most of them, particularly as you get to get older, are farsighted. You need mm-hmm. reading glasses. Mm-hmm. So which then created the evolution in lenses, where glass, if you recall, our first session on the technology of glass, Correct. which then result, ended up in spectacles, which ended up in microscopes, which ended up in telescopes, which Galileo pointed at Jupiter, saw moons, and said, aha, we are not the center of the universe. It's the sun. Mm-hmm. So, so these are all... Unintended consequences. Well, yes, outcomes that came out of the printing press, which Correct. was not intended to develop anything in the area of glass. It was to, to print books. Right. At that time, the Bible. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that's one example of a hummingbird effect. And we've gone through so many of those sure. in the previous four technologies we talked about. Once again, the four technologies we talked about. Glass. Glass. Which is 800 years old. Right. Cold. Cold. Which is about 200 years old. Right. Sound, which is about 150 years old, and clean, which is also around 150 years old. Okay. Remember, the, the, we started with the example of the, the filth in Chicago, and Ellis mm-hmm. Chesbro, one of my Hall of Famers, raised the entire city with jack screws 10 feet to put sewer systems underneath it, mm-hmm. dump all of the, the filth, the excrement, human and, and animal into I think into Jawahar was not Lake here Michigan, for that show. Yeah. And as a result... Drinking water became impure. As a result, we have gym theory, which, again, microscopes allowed people to look at. So that was the technology of clean. Correct, correct. And now today we're going to another technology. Which is the technology of time. Time. Uh-huh. Time. Time well, is endless. Well, but it's also microscopic. It's atomic. Correct. And it's so relative. For, yes, it's relative. And only time will tell what will happen. <laughs> so we can go on and on. Yes, we can. Uh, for thousands of years, how did people tell time? 
question for you since we were in a quiz sundial. mode. The sun. Yeah. Well, not quite the sundial. The sundial was the result of looking and seeing where the sun was. Um, Where's the, the sun? Where, where? When is it at its peak? That's 12 noon. Right. No, but this, the, the shadows... Well, the shadow was the sundial, but the whole concept was look in look the sky. Look at the sun. Yeah. Where's the sun at its peak? That's twelve noon. Right. And it was okay because you told people, you know, I'm going to come over for dinner. You won't say at six o'clock. I'll get there when my horse and buggy get me there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And being split second accurate was irrelevant in those days. Mm-hmm. You looked at the sun, or you looked at your sundial, and you said, "Aha, it's noon." Mm-hmm. Then came around the 14th century. Some smart German, again, it's always Germans, yeah. <laughs> clockmakers invented the clock, mm-hmm. the cuckoo clock and the other clocks. Mm-hmm. The problem with these clocks were they were at least 20 minutes off per day. So what would people do? They would rush out at noon every day, the clockmakers, look for the sun. Ah, it's noon. Or they look at their sundial and say it's noon and adjust the clock. Mm-hmm. But why, would, why was it 20 minutes off? Because they were Mechanics. inaccurate. Mechanics. They just were not able to keep time and you you take keeping time for granted today but yeah. how did they know it was 20 minutes inaccurate they look at the sun and okay. see it's just 12 20 on their clock and it's actually it 12 noon. Off, yeah and it's 12 or uh, 11 40 or 11 45 or 12 05 mm. the clocks were all over the place so every right. clockmaker would run out and adjust their clocks at 12 noon and that's why they would ring the city chimney you know boop 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 so everybody would know it's 12 noon. So they couldn't uh, get the gears all working correctly. Well, those are not, were the, the most rudimentary of gears. Think, think 14th, 15th, 16th yeah. century. Correct. It, long before my favorite genius, which we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. Who, who do you think that is? Uh, someone who invented machining. No, no. <laughs> Metallurgy. We'll we're talking about Einstein? So, so no. <laughs> so you, essentially, you kept time till the mid-1600s. Mm-hmm. By dividing your day, noon to noon, by the Egyptian method of 12. You know, mm-hmm. 5,000 years ago, the pharaohs came up with the divisor of 12 for a day. So that's why you have seconds, minutes, and hours. Mm-hmm. Right. And we still, to this day, use the old Egyptian method of chopping up your day into 8,400 seconds, 24 hours, whatever it is. And then you ended up with the problem of 20 minutes off. Mm-hmm. Every time you have to reset your clock by 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. So it was fine. But what caused a driving need? You know, you know, you didn't need to tell your neighbor, I'll be there at 6 o'clock. You got there when you got there. But what was the driving need to get more accurate? Anyone want to take a guess? A longitude. Bingo, head of the <laughs> class. You needed for sailing to calculate longitude. Now figure, 360 degrees, 24 hours, each longitude is four minutes apart. Mm-hmm. Mm. You could tell latitude when you sailed for sailors by looking at the stars and looking where, where with respect to various constellations you were. And you knew you were either at the equator or you were you know, anywhere from 90 degrees to zero degrees, which is the pole on both sides. But longitude was done through time. Mm-hmm. And what did Columbus use back in the late 15th century That's to navigate? Sexton? No. Well, of course, he used the sextant, but he used two clocks. Mm. First clock was set to the departure city, Lisbon. Second clock, every noon, they would look up at the sky and say, okay, that's noon, adjust the second clock. Now, by the second day, if this first clock is 20 minutes off, mm. you're yeah. already five degrees off in, lati- in longitude. Mm. Yeah. So it, the most inaccurate, that's why Columbus 
didn't find India. He ended up finding the United States. <laughs> yeah. And in those days, how did people sail? Vasco da Gama, mm-hmm. right. hugging the shoreline. Right. He hugged all of Africa, Cape of Good Hope, came past Zanzibar, came across, and then he ended up in Goa because mm-hmm. he took a dead straight shot across. Even the Crusaders, how did they navigate? They would get in their ships, and they knew Malta was somewhere over there. They would land in Malta, kind of, rape, pillage, loot, then head for Cyprus, mm-hmm. rape, pillage, loot, and then turn south and land somewhere in the northern coast of Africa and say, ah, let's now see where the Holy Land is yeah. and find their way and then rape, pillage, loot some more. Yeah. <laughs> so till there was a better way of establishing time, you couldn't navigate mm-hmm. across the open waters. You could only do it hugging shores. Mm-hmm. Now, who solved this problem? This is my favorite genius. We've mentioned him in a couple of other one of our, our, our sessions. It's Galileo. Ah. Mm-hmm. One of the great minds of all time. He was 19 years old, and he was forced... Well, they were all religious in those days. I mean, Galileo is the, also the guy who, remember, dropped two big balls Correct. from the Leaning Tower of Pisa, one big one, one little one. They both fell at the same time, and he says, aha, gravity is a constant. It doesn't depend on mass. Till then, gravity, the the theory was the bigger the ball, the faster it would drop because it was heavier. Mm. Well, that's not the experiment we're talking about. We're talking about he was in the building next to the leaning tower, Mm. which is the church, the Duomo. Yes. And he was attending mass, and he was getting thoroughly bored. Mm -hmm. So he was looking around, and he sees the altar lamp. You know, the altar lamps that are lit were swinging as they're supposed to swing. And he was fascinated by one thing. It doesn't matter what the size of the arc was, the time for each sway was identical. Mm. Now you would ask me, if you were to think about it, there's no accurate time. How did he know they were identical? Yeah. What did he use to measure? What was his stopwatch? To prove that the arc was the identical time as it lost energy, you know, the arc was less, as it higher energy, it was more. But the time it took for each arc was identical. What was his stopwatch? Metronome, I don't know. His pulse. Uh, We're talking about Galileo, guys. uh, I mean, a mind that's beyond ours. So he used his pulse, and he came to the conclusion that the length of the arc was not dependent on the... I mean, the time of the arc was not dependent on the length of the arc, but on the length of the string. Mm. Mm. That idea stayed with him for almost 60 years. Mm -hmm. Just before he died, he invented the pendulum clock, mm. which then took the problem of, and, and it, it was his design that got implemented soon after he died, which then the sailors could use. Mm-hmm. And it took the 20-minute error down to something like two minutes. How could they travel with the pendulum clock in the ship? Why I mean, not? It's all well encased. Yeah. But, but I mean, it had to be like... It's not a grandfather clock you're talking about. No, 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 true, clock. true, true. But uh, vibrations and so on. So that doesn't make any difference. The pendulum goes. And it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And you're able to then use the two clocks, one that's set to Lisbon time or one that, wherever you set sail from, and one that was set to what you looked at. And you then got much more exact reading, which then enabled global shipping. Mm-hmm. Till you could sail the open seas, you didn't have global shipping. And this is all back to Galileo. Hmm. Continued for a couple hundred years. Clocks got better, pendulum clocks got better, but never got really great. Till the middle 19th century, Hall of Famer Aaron Dennison. Mm-hmm. Ever heard of his name? 
No. No. Invented the timepiece mm. in Boston. So he came up with the gears and everything. He came up on the winding, the winding mechanism that mm. loaded the, the spring. The spring. Remember, even, I don't know if you're old enough. I'm old enough to remember the the wristwatch you had to wind. Yeah. yeah. And he, he invented that. And if you've watched Westerns and all, all the, you know, the, the big guys mm-hmm. had a timepiece mm-hmm. on a chain that they put mm-hmm. in their waistcoat pocket, that became a must thing for people, for particularly the wealthy people. So that you could keep time accurately, mm-hmm. and you knew that when when the um, twelve noon clock went off, you could adjust your one or two minutes, with, or it actually brought it down to uh, less than a minute in accuracy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. These timepieces, uh, and what else did that enable? The ability to keep time to within a minute or so. Mm-hmm. The industrial revolution. Ah, you could yes. not have had the industrial revolution without people being on time. Oh, so yeah. you said to your workers, show up at 8 o'clock. And the guy shows up at 8.20 and the entire assembly line's been waiting 20 minutes to get going because one guy's missing. Right. The guy's probably without a job the next day. <laughs> but they, they probably hadn't invented the assembly line at that time. <laughs> well, the, the concept of having yeah. industrial revolution factory. Yeah, yes, certainly. The, the, no, they hadn't invented the assembly line, but the assembly line was really made a force of the industrial revolution by Henry Ford. In, yeah, exactly. With the Model T Ford. So, there was a problem with this, though. I mean, yes, you could now keep time to a few few seconds, but there was a, pro- a few... And what do you think that is? Every time, every town had its own time. Right. Mm. They'd all look at the sun, noon, set. Now, of course, you didn't have to change the time by more than a few seconds every day. But you were off. If you were Pittsburgh and Philadelphia, you could be as much as 15 minutes off. Because right. Of your at least you know three or four degrees in longitude difference. Yeah. Well, they would send a rider on a horse to tell them. No, no. <laughs> yeah, right. that would take five days. Yeah, <laughs> not five minutes. Hold so on, this, hold on a this minute. This might be a good time to pause. Yes, yes, it is a good time to pause. So we're going to be going to a commercial break in about sixty seconds, uh, folks. We're talking to our great. Uh, um, uh, research, researcher. He's done all this independent research. Ashok Rao, who's, a, who's the uh, entrepreneur, a serial entrepreneur. That's not to say about cereal boxes. No, not Frosted Flakes, not <laughs> Post uh, Raisin Bran, no. no. Not those cereals. But he's been involved with many, many companies, and he's also in his spare time, which uh, I don't know where you get the spare time to do this. He's done so much research, and he's sharing all this research with us. So we're talking about the technology of time right now. Yeah. And we, uh, we're approaching a very grand conclusion about this with the, after we come back from the commercial break. Yep. There's still more to go. There's still yeah. more to go. Yeah. So don't go away. We'll be right back, folks. This is Indo-American News Radio. Indo-American News Radio. India News. U.S. News. World News. Movie Reviews. And Local Community Roundup. Every Saturday. 4 to 6 p.m. On Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Pramod. Indo-American News Radio. Jo badi mushkil se khele, wo heere maharaja mein mile. असली हीरों की कदर होती है जिधर महाराजा bringing diamonds to life Maharaja Diamonds stars from the sky shining beautifully on your fingers 5821 Hillcroft 7137845673 
Happy holidays from Maharaja Diamonds. You don't just have dreams, you have goals, and you're going to make them happen. That's why you wait for the sale. You check the promo codes and you find the best deal. At Discount Power, you know it doesn't matter if you're saving for a rainy day, an unexpected repair, or a college degree. It all helps. That's why we offer affordable electricity plans. We want to help you save today so you can live your dream tomorrow. Discount Power, helping you save on electricity. Visit DiscountPowerTX.com and sign up now. PUCT number 10177. For eight years, Songkran Thai Kitchen has been the chic dining spot that serves authentic Thai food that is traditional, spicy, and creatively modern. Come taste our signature dishes like heavenly meat, crispy red snapper, Thai ceviche, Phuket prawns, Bangkok baby back ribs, desserts like jackfruit creme brulee, and cocktails like Naga Fireball. Voted best overall, best Thai, best patio, and best pet friendly by the Houston Chronicle. Songkran Thai Kitchen in Upper Uptown Park, close to River Oaks, Memorial, and Post Oak. For reservations, 713-993-9096. Hi, Kem Cho. My name is Koshi Shao. I am an insurance agent for your healthcare needs. Enrollment period for Medicare is October 15 to December 7. And for ACA Obamacare, November 1st through January 15, I can help you understand your Medicare and ACA needs. Please call me. Don't let foot and ankle pain keep you from moving. Where you need solution for chronic foot pain, bunion pain, flat feet, toe deformity, high arch, fractures, sports injury. Make the call to Dr. Shafiq Prasla at Epic Foot and Ankle Centers. Their state-of-the-art facility, including cutting-edge solutions, will have you back on your feet in no time. 281-501-0018. EpicFootAndAnkle.com Indo-American News Radio India News US News World News Movie Reviews And Local Community Roundup Every Saturday 4 to 6 p.m. On Masala 98.7 FM Hi, I'm Jawahar I'm Sanchali And I'm Pramod Indo-American News Radio Welcome back listeners We're talking to Ashok Rao uh, Our serial uh, entrepreneur And he's explaining to us the technology of time or the parallel entrepreneur this is a new term that promote has just come up with because he does many entrepreneurial things all, all simultaneous. simultaneously yeah we could call him a simultaneous entrepreneur yeah yeah, that <laughs> yeah call me anything just don't call me late for lunch <laughs> <laughs> so uh, ashok you were talking about uh time Time and how the seconds were... How we've evolved. Now we're in the middle of the 18th, 19th century. And the stored energy yeah. wind yeah. up... We've gone winding from winding the clock. Yeah. Wind up watch Simply and looking at sundials to the 14th, 15th century when Germans invented the clock. We had about 20-minute accuracy to when uh, Galileo invented the pendulum clock where we shrunk it to three to five minutes in accuracy, which enabled global shipping and, and navigation to Aaron Dennison, who invented the timepiece, which got us down to in the seconds of accuracy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and allowed cities to be much more accurate. However, the problem was that every city, and it's a big country, it's 3,500 miles wide, 
So there's a lot of latitude. That's three hours, four hours worth of latitude in there. Mm -hmm. So um, it was no problem till one thing happened, hummingbird effect again. What do you think created a real problem why times in different cities became a problem? The oh, railroad. railroads. Pramod, you are absolutely to the head of the class. <laughs> Pony Express. No, the railroad. Yeah. You want to make a connection at 10 o'clock in New York, you're coming from D.C., and it's 10.05 in New York, mm-hmm. and you miss the train. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, it's 9.45 in, in Philadelphia and 9, 9 o'clock in Pittsburgh. Well, this is why Indian trains are never on time, right? <laughs> no, they're no. not looking at the sun. <laughs> set their clock. That's a different problem. Yeah. Yeah. Indian train system is yes. the best. The, the, the advent of the transcontinental railroad, not just in the United States, but most countries that started to put in railroads, realized that time was important for railroads to work. Yes. You couldn't have, uh, you know, uh, Variations you know where, where everything depended on where the sun was. Right, exactly. And setting your noon to that time. Mm-hmm. And the UK, the Brits, they're the others like the Germans who've invented a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. came up with a solution. Uh-huh. And the solution was they picked one spot for time. That's why Greenwich is the prime meridian. Mm. They, they were the first to come up with, we're going to set all our clocks to the time at Greenwich. But how do you let Edinburgh and Glasgow and Cardiff know about that? Telegraph. So every noon, a telegraph would go from Greenwich to all the towns in England mm-hmm. and saying, this is your 12 noon, reset your clocks. Mm. And so they'd run out and reset their clock to 12 noon. By this time, it was in the seconds. Mm -hmm. But if you don't reset your clock for 10 days, now you've got a minute or two of difference and it gets worse. And England's a small, narrow country, very little longitude in it. So it was not the biggest problem. But they figured out how to set it, Mm -hmm. Uh, how to fix the problem of uniform time, telegraph 12 noon to all the cities Mm. every uh, every noon Mm. on every day. But what about the rest of the world? Well, yeah. well yes. let's just look at the United States. Yeah. 3,500 miles wide, 8,000 towns at the time. How do you do it? Well, another guy, another genius, my Hall of Famer called William Allen. Mm-hmm. How many of you have heard of William Allen? No. Probably not many. No. Not many. He invented time zones. Yeah. Oh. Ah. Standard time. And he got the U.S. government, President Grant, and the Congress to approve the funding to create four time zones. Six hours, seven hours, eight hours, and nine hours from Greenwich Mean Time. And on the 18th of November, 1883, New York City had two 12 noons. Mm. They had the 12 noon that they normally had by looking at the sun. And then five minutes later, all the entire East Coast set, reset to Eastern Standard Time wow. with one, with one um, telegraph uh, message. And from then on, you were able to keep time by time zone. And the problem of missing your train went away. Uh, and so Philadelphia and Pittsburgh and New York and D.C. would be on the same time because every 12 noon they'd get a telegraph right. saying, it's 12 noon, guys. Don't look mm-hmm. at the sun. Just believe what we tell you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. neat. So time zones and time zones basically only 1883. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's not been... But those time zones then permeated worldwide? Well, the concept began to permeate. The prime meridian then became the standard, the UK. And then after the US came up with time zones, other countries started to pick up on it. 
Uh, so the whole world got divided into time zones. Right. Yeah, and we came up with the Indian standard time. Well, that's after we became independent. We decided we didn't have enough communications. We're a very wide country. We yeah. could have three time zones. We could easily have three time zones. But we picked Nagpur or whatever it was as our time zone spot. And, and said, it's off by 30 minutes yes. compared to others. Correct. Because we wanted really? to be in the middle. Yeah. yeah, that's why it's 11 and a half hours to India now. Uh-huh versus 11 in Pakistan and 12 in Bangladesh. Right, I see. Yeah. It's Nagpur. Nagpur. You know, Shok, Prime. I lived in Indiana in a town where they didn't change times. And I used to work in one time zone and live at another time zone. And there are... Well, that's not. That's to do with uh, daylight savings yes, time you're talking yes, about. Yes, well, there's yes. two states that don't do that. One's Indiana and one's Arizona. Yeah, correct. Arizona's planning to change. Well, there's actually three states, Hawaii. Yes. But Hawaii's too close to the equator to have a problem with time zones. Right. Yeah. But daylight savings times is uh, uh, apparently going to be... Uh, impermanent. Right. Yeah, yeah, hopefully soon. Yeah. Anyway, so, let's move ahead. So yeah. now, by now, after the implementation of time zones and the telegraph to let you know... And, and I'll give you an idea of time. We have 10 minutes. Okay, <laughs> that's good because that's about perfect. Uh, the world no longer was dependent on the sun to keep time. Mm-hmm. From time immemorial... To 1883, we depended on the sun. From then on, we didn't. Mm-hmm. But then along came Mr. Pierre Curie. Uh, you know who he is? He's the husband of Marie, Marie Curie. Marie Curie. Double Nobel laureate. Yes. He's, he, he was a piker. He only won no, one Nobel Prize. Uh-huh. <laughs> Real piker, only one. She won two. Now, he's a genius in many ways, but there's one thing he did that you don't really give him too much credit for. One doesn't. And he invented, he discovered piezoelectricity. Mm. You know what's piezoelectricity? Yeah. It is, what is, it is the resultant of compressing quartz. Piezoelectricity is his discovery. And quartz, he discovered that under pressure, would, would vibrate at a very specific interval. And quartz then became the material that Bell Labs took. Remember our idea mm-hmm. factory for glass, for time, yeah. for sound? Uh, Bell Labs introduced quartz into clocks. Mm-hmm. Today, every clock we have runs on quartz. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But till Pierre Curie discovered piezoelectricity, it, it was spring-loaded where you had to wind them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now quartz, and then eventually with those little batteries that drive it that create the pressure on the quartz crystal, keeps time to now one thousandth of a second. Wow. Quartz has changed the world. And we are now in the land of quartz, which you could argue that along with the technologies of glass and clean resulted in the microprocessor. Mm-hmm. Without being able to keep perfect time, you couldn't yeah. have a microprocessor. Yeah. Without yeah. having a clean room, without having the glass that it takes to put into mm-hmm. a semiconductor, into a chip. Mm-hmm. Another thing that happened once we discovered quartz is we discovered that the day is not exactly 24 hours long. Yeah. We discovered that the sun and the earth are not perfect when it comes to rotating on its axis. Correct. Mm -hmm. It may be 23 hours, 59 minutes, 59.6 seconds one day, 60.1 seconds the next day. So we also realized that the pre-Copernican view of the earth was wrong, Mm -hmm. that we do not have an exact day. So we've come the full circle. Earth's not the center of the universe, and it's not perfect in the way it spins. Mm-hmm. Full circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, full circle. Yes. <laughs> okay, so that's now the history of time till the atomic age. Mm-hmm. Along comes a 
famous name in my Hall of Fame, Niels Bohr, mm-hmm. Danish scientist, yes. who first discovered the atom. Mm-hmm. And it had neutrons, protons, and electrons. Neutrons were separate. Protons and electrons had to be equal, otherwise you'd have a mischarge. And you'd have the atomic weight, which is the... For all of you engineers out there... Periodic table. Yeah, yeah, you added protons and neutrons and you got the atomic weight. Now, what happened was he discovered the cesium atom. Hmm. Cesium, CS, which (laughs) has 55 protons, 55 electrons, 78 uh, neutrons, atomic weight 133. Mm -hmm. But... The 54 out of the 55 electrons rotated around the atom in perfect symmetry. Mm-hmm. Cesium is the only one that has one weird prodigal sun electron rotating in a totally different orbit mm-hmm. with perfect accuracy mm. to the nine billionth of a second. Wow. Wow. So an atomic clock mm-hmm. measures 9,192,631,770 times per second. Wow. wow, that's neat. Because that is how many times the cesium's 55th electron rotates around the neutron-proton center mass. How did he measure this? Well, this is Niels Bohr. <laughs> <laughs> they figured it out. He used the measurement on how often it spins per second, and he calculated it, and he came up with perfect time. Mm-hmm. That is why we have... The atomic clock. The atomic clock. Now, with the atomic clock came something else, which we use today to get here. Uh, GPS. Man, uh, this, guy, this guy has this got guy. it all. You, you told him the answers before. <laughs> no, I didn't. He, he's, just he's, just he's just smart. He's just smart. It's GPS. Well, till, till now, most people think GPS is magic. No, it isn't. There's 24 atomic clocks in low Earth orbit around our planet. Mm-hmm. And your phone right now is pinging three of them at all times. Mm-hmm. Calculating the time for the signal traveling at the speed of light to get to each of those clocks and the time it returns. And the nanosecond differential between the three pathways traveled to the three low Earth orbit, low Earth orbit atomic clocks mm-hmm. gives you your location to the foot. Yeah. Wow. As near as one foot. And without the technology of time, we'd be getting lost every day. Mm-hmm. Right. We'd have no GPS. Or we'd be having those maps spread on our laps like we did. Like we used used to. to. Like we used to. (coughs) The triptychs. The triptychs. So as a result of the technology of time, we now have the ability not to get lost. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. The cesium atom gave you the atomic clock. We're at three minutes. Okay. You have to seize somewhere. (laughs) Cesium, yes. (laughs) <laughs> Seize the day. All right, so we, you know, we've now gone to being able to go to the nanosecond, to the billionth of a second, where we're pinging satellites. But there's another aspect of time. Mm-hmm. What about being able to measure time in thousands of years? Yes. And who gave us that? But no one other than the wife of the guy we mentioned earlier, Marie Curie. She ah, discovered radioactivity. Radioactivity, yeah. And radioactive del- uh, elements decay at exactly the same rate. And there's two, uh, two elements that do it best. We know carbon. Mm-hmm. But it's carbon isotope 14. Carbon 14, which is an isotope of carbon 12, has a half-life of 5,300 years. Mm-hmm. And potassium, which has a half-life of 1.3 billion years. Mm-hmm. We use 
carbon to measure humanity's evolution, looking mm. back into the past, right. we find when did Lucy stand up? 4.3 million years ago. When the dinosaurs went, went exist, six, extinct 66 million years ago. When did humans cross over from the Siberian plateau to across the Bering Straits to the United States? 60,000 years ago. We know this down to the absolute accuracy of the year. Mm -hmm. And what does that do for us? That allows us not just look into the future with time, but look into, into the, the past. past. Yeah. Mm. And that's Marie Curie who gave us the concept of radioactive radioactivity decay. that allowed us to be able to look into the past down to when the Big Bang happened. Yeah, yeah. 4.3 billion years so, ago. Keeping in mind the time that we're in right yes, now, I'm, I'm done. Uh, I just wanted to uh, ask, uh, are we going to be able to um, evolve from this particular technology to the next technology, which is light, mm -hmm. should, when you come back next Saturday? Yes, absolutely. So you'll have a chance to maybe make a conclusion at that point? Oh, yes, absolutely. Okay. There will be a conclusion. Okay, great, great. The conclusion is we, we had six great technologies. <laughs> so, no, but the, the, and we'll also look at the Hall of Fame members sure. of the six, era, six halls of fame. Mm -hmm. And um, what, what, just to end with, uh, with uh, what Marie Curie brought us, is she not only allowed us to look at chronology, but causation. Mm-hmm. And that's something, that's a real gift, that we can look at our past. Just like Galileo's telescope allowed us mm -hmm. to look into the past by looking into the sky, Marie Curie's radioactivity discovery allows us to look into the past. Wow, wow. what an evolution. Yeah. Only time will tell. Yeah. <laughs> that's Thank amazing. you so much. Yeah. You're very you so welcome. This is always a pleasure to be with you guys. Well, it's, yeah, it's, wonderful. A, it's a pleasure to have you on our show and also... I've heard so much feedback from other listeners who, who are just fascinated. And, and uh, Ashok, next Saturday you can combine light and uh, time by defining the light years. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we'll do that. <laughs> yes. Yes. Next Saturday we're also going to be singing Christmas carols. Yes. Oh. So you, you can have join, to join in. in. Yeah. Yes. Done. Because Sanchali won't be here, but Chandrika will be here. Chandrika Sharma, she'll be here. Okay. And uh, so everyone out there, uh, we're almost out of time. We've got 40 seconds left. And we... We'll just say goodbye and have yeah, a great... Yeah, happy uh, holidays, Happy everyone. holidays. Have Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. And go visit Sankran Restaurant. <laughs> That's right. For some delightful food. And, and Naga be, Fireballs. And be sure to listen to the <laughs> podcasts of these shows because if you missed any of these technologies that Ashok has been you can go presenting, back. you can go back and listen to them. Stay safe, everyone. I won't be with y'all next two Saturdays. So, Merry Christmas but you and can a call very in to wish happy us. New Year. You can yes, call in to yes. wish us, though. Yes, certainly. And so, folks, with that, I'm going to let you go. We were going to play a song, but, uh, of course, I don't think that's going to happen this time. Yeah. And uh, so... Let's keep the songs in our minds. All right, folks. Adios. Night. You're listening to Masala Radio, 107.5 KGLK, HD4, Lake Jackson, and 98.7.